Win stacks of cash by entering the 150K Crack the Code giveaway. Brought to you by your local paper, now through July 14th. Look for the code on page A2. Then visit 150kgiveaway.com and submit your entry. You could win the grand prize of $100,000. Grab the paper every day. Get the code on page 2A and improve your chances to win tons of weekly cash prizes. Visit 150kgiveaway.com for details. Welcome to Real Moms Get Real. I'm Deirdre. And I'm Maureen. And we are going to bring you 20 minutes of fun, fascinating family and parenting information. Right, Maureen? There you go. We're and it's try. podcast number we are 12. Podcast number 12. There and you go. We are psyched to tell you we are va- available on Apple Podcasts. Yep. So that's right. uh, please subscribe. That's right. And you will get a dose of us each week in your inbox. Yeah, I did. It's super easy to subscribe to that podcast or others. And then it you can listen to it at your leisure. And Deirdre, of course, we're also on Facebook at Real Moms Get Real and Twitter, Real Moms Too. Awesome. So please catch up with us. We would love to hear from you. And uh, we'll be posting things that we're talking about as well on this show, including we're going to be talking a little bit about kindergartners and stress. Sadly, Maureen, that's I a know, that's a tough topic in the summertime. I, I mean, who know. would think that this is a but but it's a very real situation. It's a very and we have real to cover thing. it, and people need to know about it. That's right. We're also going to be talking about what we sleep with, and I'll just leave it at that. Maureen's <laughs> going to handle that. And I'm going to update us on how my adult braces are going. We want to know about the smile situation. What's <laughs> going on with the smile? I'll let you know how I'm doing with my see-through braces. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we start, you know what we were talking about and thinking about we thought we'd share is um, summer vacations and leaving your home. Leaving your home or apartment. Very um, vulnerable. Yeah, even if you go away for a short period of time, right? Whether it's half a week, a full week, two weeks, whatever it may be, remember that some very quick, easy steps could make it seem that you're um, around because you want people to think you're around and not gone, um, and therefore keeping your home potentially safer. And criminals full-time, they work full-time trying to figure out who to yeah. rob and, and how to scam. So, for example, a quick, here, Deirdre, here's a quick idea. If you're going away for a period of time, get a lamp and set a timer to it so that the light goes on and off at different times in the evening, uh, making it appear that someone is home. Perfect. Also, if you have a driveway or um, a parking space at your whether it's an apartment complex or your home, have a neighbor or friend park there for part of the time you're away. That's helpful too. And then, of course, the newspapers, any mail, Cancel things like that. Cancel that paper or have be, someone pick it yeah, up. Should be held for the week or picked up. And we, you know, we're also talking about social media. Its reach is everywhere. Please do not post that you're going to be away yeah. and that you're really looking forward to your time off and uh, wherever you're going. And really for your kids' sake, too, even if you've got older kids or adult kids mm-hmm. that are going to be home, don't let people know 
um, also, you don't want your kids having parties that they didn't plan on having. You don't want their friends knowing that you're out of town. That's a whole podcast or two. When the parents are away, the kids will play. (laughs) My kids have had some rippers, as they call them, that I did not know about until after. So anyway, just be mindful as you head out for vacation. Um, Simple, simple steps. Yeah. That yeah, they don't can take keep much your home time, safe. but they're really smart and it can give you some peace of mind. So we wanted to share that during this prime vacation time. That's right. <laughs> and have a good time wherever you're going. That's right. That's right. All right. What, what do we got next, Maureen? All right. So we are going to take you through a new poll, a news story that just uh, hit our screens a um, short time ago. So, Deirdre, we often talk about how important it is for our kids to get good night's sleeps, uh, good night's rest, um, and the rituals that certain kids need or use or like before they go to sleep to help them fall asleep. But now, <laughs> Here a new study has found that, get this, Deirdre, a third of adults, a third, still sleep with a comfort <laughs> object from their own childhood. Wait, you're not going to try to take my bunny away from me, are you? The bunny that I sleep with? Actually, you should keep that because (laughs) the survey is proving that even grown-ups need that comfort object, whatever it may be, whether it's a blanket or feety pajamas or (laughs) who knows what it is, um, to help them fall asleep. And, you know, sleep... It's kind of easy to shortchange ourselves on sleep. We think, oh, I'll stay up late and watch a movie or or I'll get up early and go jogging or whatever the case may be. That sleep that we get every night, that regular, regulated sleep is so important to our well-being and our health. And you keep reading that and hearing about it more and more for a good reason because Well, and we now we have sleep hygiene. You know, we sleep have terms hygiene. like sleep hygiene. I know. But I think if a bunny or a teddy bear makes you feel secure and safe, do it. Go for it. Well, the survey of 2,000 adults, all right, which was commissioned um, by a group called Sleepopolis, um, sleep industry experts, it showed that 34% of adults, 35%, still snuggle with a stuffed animal, a blanket, or some other, as they say, um, anxiety-reducing item of <laughs> sentimental value. Um, and you know, you know what comes to mind right away, Deirdre, is remember, of course, that great show MASH. Yes. That, you know, there's still endless reruns of MASH shown at different hours on different channels. Remember Radar? Had, oh, didn't he have his teddy bear? So sweet. Um, and then on Impractical Jokers, one of the guys had a blankie from when he grew up. That was the object of some, some fun on some of those episodes. But it just shows that whatever it takes to get you to sleep is is important to pay attention to. And of course some people like the um the the watery sounds at night. Have you ever tried um the apps like Calm and we've discussed my fan we've app. We discussed it. I have not, but I have friends who swear by some of those. There's even, you know, and this kind of follows this sleep study and that's a pretty good sample size, 2000 mm-hmm. uh respondents. Um that it There's even a new app, and it's Bedtime Stories for Adults. And they tell you a story as if you were a child. And the theme is always very calming and very almost fantastic, as as if it was a fantasy. Yeah, You know, like you see a unicorn by a pond that is the sun is setting. And I actually listened to one. 
I didn't get sleepier, but I did become more puzzled. <laughs> what was going on in this story? Yeah. It was very phantasmagoric yeah. almost. So um, I get it. Takes. Well, let me, let me share a little bit more about the study. So 41% of respondents to this survey said they cannot fall asleep on time without using some sort of ritual to get them to sleep. So here are some of the popular things that people used beside the little blankie, besides the little blankie, <laughs> teddy bear, whatever. Checking to make sure the doors are locked. Yep. I definitely do that before I... Listening to music for some people. Um, watching a certain show on TV or movie, which can actually be problematic for other people. That's right. Because of the blue light and because of the screen time, which tricks your brain into thinking that it's daytime. Um, playing around on their phone, same thing there. Reading a book. I, I love to Time read something tested. before I go to sleep. Taking a warm bath or shower. 26% of the people said that that's what they do before bedtime. Eating a snack. Um, taking vitamins or supplements. Or drinking a cup of hot tea. Now that's interesting. So, you know, a lot of us were rushing around all day or, or super busy with this or that whether it's um, our children, our homes, our jobs, our communities, our, our other obligations, um, we tend to think, the minute I put my head down on the pillow, I should fall instantly Yeah, because you're so busy all yeah. day. But, you know, if you do fall asleep that way, you're overtired. That's right. That's what the research has shown. Well, I can you share... time to chill out? I can share a little of my sleep ritual. I drag myself upstairs... <laughs> I throw on my pajamas, I claw my contacts off my eyeballs, mm -hmm. and then I look for my glasses, which I should switch that because I can't see while I'm looking for my glasses. Yeah, then I find my glasses. Yeah, a little bit. Then I get my glasses. Then I like to get in bed. And for some reason, and I've heard others say this, I like to find an old Law and Order episode. Oh, interesting. And I, it's very, especially the early ones, it's very soothing. And my husband will always say, you're going to bed with these murders and these criminals. Yeah. But for some reason, and others have said this too, it's very soothing to me. And I do have a little white bunny that at first I played off as, you know, oh, what's this doing here? But now I just flat out sleep with it. I curl it up in my arm and I actually now look for it when That's I'm going so to bed. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. Um but here's something else interesting about the study that I that I focused on. Twenty six percent of the people, so a quarter of the people, rely on an unconventional method to tire themselves out at night. Okay, what would now, that be? Okay. Thinking about alligators? <laughs> That's not exactly high on List I can understand I counting alligators, but thinking about and here's another one: putting their <laughs> legs on the wall. Okay, who says that? Who does that? I don't know. That's not somebody I know. There's always a couple nuts in those two thousand respondents. Um, and then other people say rocking themselves to sleep, even oh, adults. Interesting. Interesting. So for all those parents out there, all those moms and dads, you know, for children, the bedtime ritual is absolutely critical. I can remember when my kids were very, very young, giving them a bath and then getting in, in their pajamas and then we'd read a bedtime story. Oh, yeah. And then Nothing we'd say better. our prayers. Always Nothing the prayers better. before. Um, and those, those things um, definitely helped. 
my they, little kids. And you know, adult we are, and we live in a world kind of of rituals or favorites. I mean, we have our favorite keychains. Mm-hmm. We have our favorite. You know, sh- we live. We have a self styled world of favorites. So why not have a favorite thing you do at, at bedtime? Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's so frustrating when you're up. You've been just as busy as your partner, your husband. You're up. You can't sleep, and they fall asleep on a dime. Yeah. Yeah, they are in dreamy land, and there you are watching Law and Order. Well, I now tell myself if I don't fall asleep within an hour, I get up that's and right. do something else. I think that's the yeah. best thing because otherwise you're just laying there fighting it. Yeah, yeah. and that don't do anybody any good. Yeah, that's right. Well, so that interesting is fascinating. Survey, interesting results, and we wanted to be sure to share that with you. And so. we'll probably see an uptick in the sale of stuffed animals now. Maybe so. that we've shared. Them. All right. Okay, the next thing, yes, we're going to uh, talk about my adult braces. And the reason we're going to do this is uh, I have started, I have one tooth and my one of my front teeth drives me crazy because your teeth shift mm-hmm. as you Over age. Yep. And so... Um, sad but true. Sad but true. A lot of Things happen that shouldn't be happening. Things go where they shouldn't go on your body. <laughs> but um, I decided to be proactive, and I joined something called Smile Direct Club. Mm-hmm. So I'm in week two of wearing these. You can't see them, right? You, I wore them with you I today. I was sitting right across from you. I could, could not you tell? tell that no, you, you had can't tell on. that these yeah. are in. They're pretty comfortable. Sometimes you have to file down an edge, which but you can do that yourself. But I'm very pleased. I can already see difference in week two, which I hope that's not a bad thing. But um, the company's very responsive. Yeah. I got a text today from the company saying, you have to switch out your aligners okay. tonight okay. because you wear one pair for a week and then toss them. They give you a little purple case, but I have already lost a pair in the trash. I had to there dig through the trash yeah. and, of course, then sanitize them. But I'm pleased, and it's something, it's kind of like yet another thing you can do at home. You know, before you had to go to the orthodontist. Yeah, and you're looking at somebody who did that for three and a half years exactly. as a teenager. Exactly, yeah. and this is not expensive comparatively mm-hmm. to it. You know, we all know children who've had braces, and it's thousands of dollars. Um, I've been impressed. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get a the smile that I want. There's so many things about aging you can't control. This is one you can control. Well, I will say it sounds like Again, coming back to the moms, right? Moms keeping it real. Usually, we're so busy thinking of our our children's teeth. Exactly. Getting them to the dentist twice a year, having them look at the baby teeth and how the other teeth are coming in. And then when they get older, think about your snaggle teeth. Yeah. (laughs) So, this is great that you're doing that and that it's easy to do. It's easy to do. But I will tell you, my family's funny because I have gotten in the habit of announcing to everyone that I'm wearing them because I feel, I guess I feel kind of vulnerable, you know? So, I'll be like, I'll go into maybe a minute of conversation, be it friend or stranger, and then I'll say, I'm wearing braces. Yeah. <laughs> Fred said, why are you sharing that information? I said, and I also smile a little differently. If you've worn braces, you know, you you smile a little differently mm-hmm. because you have something in your mouth. So my husband laughs. He's like, oh, do you have your teeth in? So I have little nicknames for yeah. it but everything. Now, how long does the process last? Supposedly five months. Oh, but okay. I have spent some time on their blog and you can get results a lot sooner. 
Um, but but five it's not months in the scheme of things. Seriously, it's pretty short. Seriously, yeah. you take them out to have your coffee and your wine and your. Uh, so for some people, they could be out quite a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> I am having a good experience, and I'm doing something for myself. So that feels good too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's so it's great. going well. Good, going well. We'll check in again in a few weeks. Well, I'm glad we got the update because that was one of Deirdre's favorite things on a on an earlier podcast, as you mentioned. So good Absolutely. to get the latest. Latest update and the latest word on that. Well, sure. my oldest son said, it's funny how your kids react to something like this. My oldest son said, what? <laughs> you know, kind of like, oh, don't get braces. I think he was thinking of train tracks. Um, I don't even know if I told my middle son. Uh, I'll surprise him when I see him. And my young son was like, great. Go yeah. for it. So it's yeah. funny how kids yeah. respond to Go something for it, you Ma. do you Good know, for, you. for yourself. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right. Now, Deirdre, you are going to take us through our last segment of this podcast, which is a hot topic. It's a hot topic, and it's kind of a troubling topic. And this is the um, area of kindergartners. I mean, we're talking five- and six-year-olds and anxiety and learning. Mm -hmm. And this came to my attention through Facebook. And a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, commented on a letter that was posted from kindergarten teachers to the Brookline, Massachusetts School Committee. Okay. And so these teachers banded together end of the year and uh, wanted to send a message about what they're seeing with kindergartners and stress. Mm. And there are a couple of reasons for this. The first is um, these learning modules that suddenly kindergartners are supposed to know how to read. And this is causing a tremendous amount of... You mean of when they start school? Well, are you, you saying? Know, they're or supposed or to hit regular quickly. metrics. Yeah. And yeah. what these these teachers are having small children coming up to them supremely stressed and frazzled and saying, I can't read. They're already feeling they can't keep up. Yeah, yeah. So they're picking that up either from, as you say, the curriculum, the standards that are being set for them, Everything's the messages being, being shared, That's right. or maybe perceiving the kids around them are reading faster or better or earlier than they were. And my, my reaction as a mom um, would be... The kids, first of all, the kids are so young at that age to even be perceiving that kind of, of stress around learning or around something academic. Kids learn at their own level. They earn, uh, learn, learn, excuse me, at their own pace. And parents, parents, you know, can be in touch with the teachers if they have a question or a concern or after observing their kids, how they're doing with that. We know that there's a difference in how boys and girls read and learn to read different levels different time periods often um, but we don't want our so young kids to feel that kind of stress learning like that reading should be um, pleasurable enjoyable and at your own feel pace I mean of. yep one of the teachers uh, one one line in this letter that was posted on Facebook is reading sooner does not always mean better. And I think that's really true. The other troubling thing is they're seeing a loss of the joy of learning mm -hmm. that for small children should be organic. Right. They love to learn. They love to explore. Um, so it's troubling. And in tandem with this, uh, part of the other problem that's mentioned in this letter on Facebook is the lack of playtime for these very little kids. They're seeing... Uh, 
They, Overscheduling. Yes, mm-hmm. and not, not enough free play, running around the blacktop, running around the playground. What they're seeing is muscle cramps in small kids. This is not right. Mm-hmm. They say that playtime increases attention. Not and, decreases, yeah. Yes, yeah. and importantly, helps them to learn to navigate yeah. emotion. It's they, what, you know, that unstructured free playtime, whether it's around the yard, the grass, um, the neighborhood, you know, park or or, or whatnot, uh, so important for little kids. Well, so. and it helps with attention. And coincidentally, they're seeing a rise in ADHD and other attention disorders. So it seems that there's a very obvious solution here. So I think what, what maybe we might advocate for parents to do is to educate yourself on this and get involved. Talk to your teachers and talk to every school committee. You have a right to talk to them and yeah. express your feelings. Yeah. And for and and many, many parents today are not just involved but over involved. But there are ways to be involved that are effective. And I would also say, Deirdre, this is another important timing issue. If you are perceiving that your child falls into this category where your child is feeling stress about reading or learning or other issues, you have the summer, the remaining months of the summer, which is still quite a bit of time as we speak, to work with your child one-on-one, in a low stress or no stress or environment. no stress on a picnic there you go yeah. you could be sitting outside you know on the stoop on the porch on the deck outside on the grass on a picnic blanket and just you know casually pick up a book read a few stories here and there so you can take it out of what feels of like right right like um, maybe an assembly room situation assembly line situation which you don't want but that one-on-one time between parent and child is so super important and worth reminding ourselves of. It's so true. And you know what I used to do, which was fun, is I would staple about 10 pieces of blank paper together. And I would have my guys write their own book. And we would do it together. And I would say, write about whatever you want, outer space or yeah. our family. Yeah. They would color it. Yeah. And within that activity, which I, we would always do outside, and so it was always in the summer. We do it outside. Within that activity, you bet they're learning to write. They're learning to read, but in a fun way. And whenever they were tired of it, I'd say, "Put it away." That's right. We'll pick it up again tomorrow. And with boys, the movement is so oh. important. So you were smart to take it outside. You take it outside, and um, I, you are, know, yeah, there are studies that show not every one, of course, but but. Many uh, boys need to move around more than than girls do. Again, that's that's an overgeneralization, but um, you get the point that boys thrive with movement. Oh, right? they love. They're always so, they're like yeah. they're like little pinwheels in motion. So, I think it's worth absorbing this information. Also, that was mentioned. There are a lot of good YouTube videos on Finland and education. Check it out sometime because they center. Uh, early education around play and around what the child naturally gravitates to. Yeah, yeah. So check it out, and um, maybe maybe we could learn an, a thing or two from Finland. Good stuff. Good information. Well, thank you, Deirdre, for that. And thanks to all our listeners for sticking with us, for listening to this podcast. We loved having you with us. Find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and now on Apple Podcasts. Great to have you with us. Take care, everybody, and Bye-bye. we'll see you next time. Yep. Bye.